Hello, and welcome to Arcana Obscura. I'm Nathaniel. I'm Chris. I'm Chris. So, how are you doing, Chris? Pain. Yeah. As usual. So nothing new. No, nothing new. Existence is pain, so yes. it's fine. I wanted to, because we talked about this last week and we forgot to bring it up. You texted me about you saw <laughs> something while working last oh, week. Oh, yeah. You fucking... never actually told me. Like, I read what you sent me, but you never actually talked to me about it when I got here last week. The Marion Oaks El Chupacabra. Yeah. So we were going down, uh, we were driving down the boulevard from the falls and around Walgreens Domino's area. In the distance, we saw something trying to cross the road. Mm-hmm. Like a dog or something. And it made it to the median, and then it stopped, and it was watching the traffic till it had a clearing, <laughs> and then it went again. And as we're getting closer, we're like, "What the what the fuck is that?" And we got closer, and it looked like a uh, like a mangy coyote. Really? Yep. And then when we were going past where it went, it was still there. It ran up to the wood line and then it turned facing out. It stopped and just waited. And we were looking at it, and it looked like a coyote with mange. Except its face had a big-ass nose like a cow. Really? Yeah. Then it fucking looked at us and it ran into the woods. That's weird. It was fucking weird. So I dubbed it the uh, Marino Oaks Chupacabra. I love it. It's just, just a very highly intelligent coyote it with had a like weird a, fucked yeah, up nose. It had like a fucking, yeah, but I mean, a coyote has like a little dog nose and this thing's nose was like the size of my fist. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of weird. It was weird. I mean, there's definitely no short And at least this of... time, it wasn't only me seeing it. So... Oh, it wasn't just you? <laughs> no, there's somebody on the gator with me. Oh, interesting. And he burst out laughing because he, I think he's Puerto Rican, so he knows, like, the stories of the, the El Chupacabra. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> then I was questioning about the name. I'm like, does El mean the? Yes. So I was saying the, the Chupacabra. Yeah. So I was saying the El Chupacabra. The El Chupacabra, yeah. El does mean the... That's what I said to him. Like, I think I'm saying the the chupacabra. <laughs> uh, but there's definitely no short supply of uh, coyotes out in Marion Oaks. No, just that one. But just that one's kind of weird looking. Maybe it has some kind of deformity of the nose. Maybe with the chupacabra. Maybe it's a half cow, half it's coyote. It's the goat sucker. It's the goat sucker. Damn it! I'm telling you. He came out because it's getting time for Santeria, and there's going to be goats around. <laughs> I don't know if there's any... No, I take that back. I was about to say, I don't know if there's any goats in uh, Marion Oaks, but I can guarantee you there is, because I have a friend that lives in Marion Oaks with two baby goats, or two, uh, I don't know what they're called, mini goats, I guess you would call them? Kids. They're not babies. Oh. Like, they're fully grown, but they're not going to get any bigger. So they'd be like pygmy goats. Yes. You better watch out. You might lose (laughs) his pygmy goats. Yep. I'll, I'll never have to remind him later, hey, don't let your goats out at night. There's a goat sucker. There's a goat sucker around. <laughs> Be careful. He's like, I fucking hate my goats. I was like, why? He's like, because they just fucking run into everything that's on purpose and then do. bleed at, bleep at me really Dude, loudly. I was like, that's goats, dog. That's, why the fuck did you get goats if you didn't want that? all goats do. They're going to look at you, they're going to shake their ass, and then fucking charge you and slam their head into you. <laughs> I mean, that's that's Goats 101. There is a spot around here that has the fainting goats. Is there? Yeah. I saw it one day when we were going for our Christmas lunch. I said, we have fainting goats. I'm like, fuck, I want to go. It is quite funny to see my friend, though, interact with his goats, because the goats will look at him and, you know, they'll bat at him, and then they'll just go, ah! right back <laughs> at them, just to scare them off. They have fucking weird eyes, too. They do. The sideways eyes? They're definitely part demon. Yeah. So well, to, to be fair, they're like part demon. Okay. They sure. got two horns. Two horns. Fucking. Well, but aren't demons based off of pupils? Guns? Two conjoined pupils. Are are they con- okay? There's. It looks what? like an hourglass. It looks like two balls touching. Does it? It's yeah. always been a square when I've seen it. Is it? What do you I'm pretty I'm sure. Of? It's like it's a rectangle uh, laying on its side. Every time I've seen goat eyes, I'm now going to Google goat eyes. It's going to give me the greatest of all time eyes. <sighs> goat. I'm tired. I overslept this morning. I almost missed my chiropractor appointment. You overslept? Damn. I, I, that, for me, that's rare. See? It's yeah, right. a rectangle. I'm not crazy. Not like this one here. Hmm? 
Oh, you're talking about that one right there? Yeah. It they, they it's, do, a, it's a lighting. It's making it look like it's It is lighting, but no, they... Yeah. Demonize. Anyways, that's... I kind of want to get that story from you real quick before we even started officially. Yeah. Oh, and I got an update. Okay. So I finished the Cecil Hotel documentary. Yep. And you know what the very, very last thing they said was? What's that? That... The guy just misspoke, and they miswrote it in the report. The lid was shut. Or open. The lid was open the whole time, and he just miss. But if you're an investigator... And you fucked up that big... Yeah. So I still think it sounds... Not only did you (laughs) mistype it, you never corrected it over years and years and years. Yeah, basically. It is, though, to be fair, (laughs) So still kind of weird. Yeah. That she died in the way she did. So yeah, that was like the very last thing they added to the story. I like how that's what they added. Yep. Oh, by the way, the lid was open. Yep. So uh, throw out all your theories. <laughs> we just, you know, uh, the investigators just retarded and didn't yeah, take but down. She's still, you know, his whole job is to write down the exact details, and he can't do that right. So <laughs> <laughs> you mess up once, and everybody won't stop flaming you for it. But that's interesting. But Asa doesn't change too much when you think about it, because she still was naked. It also doesn't change the fact that it may have actually been on, because they're just saying that now to cover their own asses. Yeah. Because they searched the place and didn't find anything. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure in the helicopter footage it shows them searching the place, the lid's on the fucking thing. That is true. They do also search, if they searched everywhere, and there's a helicopter that's flying over on the roof, I'm pretty sure they could see if the lid was on or off. I have the picture of it up on the Instagram. Yeah, I saw it. I thought the lid was on it. So. But uh, that's... Because it kind of would have stood out. Just yeah. slightly. Today we got two stories. Yes. Two th- we have a request. Mm-hmm. Our first request. From our only listener. From our only listener. <laughs> sit alone in their basement. Don't worry. We too sit alone in our basement. Listening on the old tube radio. Oh my god. I don't know how they're streaming to it, but they, they are. <laughs> uh, you can do that. There's one uh, TikToker that I've seen who does like... he integrates like an old ass. Yep. He integrates new tech with all the old shit, and it's kind of crazy. <clears throat> but it's possible. I wouldn't do it. Uh, tube's supposed to have a better, warmer sound. Whatever. I, I hate these goddamn... Well... Records sound better than CDs. We got that discussion party. last week. Yeah, we did. About how they just put some blips into a freaking CD and fake. the guy couldn't tell the difference. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I hate the whole argument. Like My headphones are pretty fucking good. You're telling digital, me... you're getting pure studio quality sound. Yep. So, I don't know about that one, bud. Anyways, we got two kind of short stories. They're, they're both kind of interesting. I think we're going to do yours first, since that one's the... Uh, requested one. Alrighty. Okay, so we've been asked to talk about the Dybbuk box. And I'm sure everybody's heard of the Dybbuk box by now. You say that. I never heard of it until you brought it up. It was all over the internet. It was a big deal. It doesn't matter. Just because It was popular, so Nate... You say that, but Subconsciously avoided it. (laughs) You say that, (laughs) but I know a lot of other big ones. Like the Datlov Pass and... Uh, from podcast, you just happened to hear it. You didn't know it was popular at the time, or you would have skipped that episode. If it's on a podcast, more than likely it's popular. I only listen to podcasts with one fan. That's me. <laughs> no, that's not true because I don't listen to our podcast. We used to call my brother the uh, death metal hipster. <laughs> I only listen to metal bands that are Norwegian. They've burned at least eight churches. <laughs> <laughs> And then if anybody else mentions they've heard the song, I find another band. You, must you be the one who normally listens to obscure music? Yeah. I, I hate when people get pissed off when like a band gets on the radio. That That's what they're trying to do. They, like, they want to be successful. Fuck, only gonna get I knew about pissed them. Because they get successful. God, sellouts. I want a band that's so obscure they do like one CD and they fucking break up because they're not making any money and have to go back to the gas station to work. <laughs> <laughs> You start a band hoping to be successful, and then everybody fucking hates you when you get successful. Yep. Stupid. You call a sellout for trying to do your job, and it's yeah. like, you know, the reason why I make music is I enjoy it, but I also want to make it a career. Yeah. 
So I, I can't afford just to sit home and write music for you all day long. Exactly. <laughs> I can keep going to shows, or I can get big and actually do radio shows and that kind of stuff yeah. and not have to, you know, do these tiny little venues. Live off of ramen. Hey, ramen's good. You take that back, you whore. I love ramen, but I get the good little ramen. I don't get the $2 for 20 bag ramen. <laughs> I do. You can make that shit really good. I made it at yeah, one time here. I've been yeah. copying that as well. Yeah. So it's pretty good. I want to get Menma. It kind of also helped that I got it from Yeah. the RSP from overseas. I, so. I agree. I, I Can you even get Menma here? Surely you can. Smegma? No, Menma. Smegma? Menma? I don't know what the fuck Menma is. Menma is the bamboo shoots, the sprouts. I've seen them in stores. Have you? Yeah. I forget where. I have seen them, though. That and sugarcane. Which I don't think you could buy in stores, but I've seen them in stores. Yeah, you can buy sugarcane. I remember when I was stumped when my daughter made crackers. I'm like, you can make crackers? (laughs) (laughs) I thought they were just purchased. I mean, obviously, I know you can make them, but I've never seen anybody actually make Make crackers. crackers. And they're fucking good. Yeah. So good, nobody's touched them since last week. They're good. You tried one. They are good. (laughs) I just, I guess people just kind of forgot about it. Yeah, kind of. Plus, they're like hard. I don't like hard things. My baby teeth. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to think of something I could come up with. No, because when she made them, she was like. Not liking hard things in your mouth, but you know, there's not much I can go with that. (laughs) When she was, when we were eating them watching Evil Dead, whenever she came to a thin one, she'd give me the thin ones. (laughs) So I don't fuck up. I broke my goddamn wisdom teeth on a snack we bought at Dollar General. Nice. Skill. I still have all my wisdom teeth. I bought her those, I think they're called like chicorines. I don't know. Chicanery. It's basically like a pork rind, but it's the meat only. Oh, like, what are they called? Chinchinianas? No, it's like like C-H-I-C-A-R-R-O-N-E-S or something like that. Chicorones? I don't know. Chinchillas? It's... Chinerones, something like that. I I know when people are talking to me about it, but now I can't think of the name. It's a Spanish well, word. Yeah. I asked her if they were good, and she gave me one to try, and I split my wisdom tooth in half. Oof. And then I, when I went to the dentist, like, that's why we usually take wisdom teeth out. <laughs> yeah. Because I've had all mine until then. Okay, so let's get this started. Yep. So, first thing I'm going to do is break down what the Dibbick box is, because people keep saying, I'm going to buy a Dybbuk box. <laughs> okay, so the Dybbuk box is actually a Jewish wine box. It actually has another name, too. It's a still Jewish a Jewish wine, wine something. I can't remember. I wrote it down somewhere. It's Jewish wine. Like a Jewish wine chest, something like that. Juiced wine container. It, it, yeah. It's a box. It holds the glasses, the wine, shit like that. That's all it is. And... I also, I think they're, I'm pretty sure they're family heirlooms. So Probably they are passed some. down. So chances of finding them. <laughs> I mean, so if uh, you're looking for... some a... wild family heirlooms of history. You ever hear about the, I think it's like a, a pill. It's a metal pill. I think it's made out of magnesium. Not magnesium, because that, that would be bad if you took that in your stomach. Um, I think it's iron. But it's made, they used to use it to... You would swallow it, and it will help you with uh, bowel problems. That was actually handed down from father to son. Ugh. Yeah. This disgusting. came out your butt? Okay, I'll put it in my mouth. Yeah. So, basically, if you're going to try and find a Dybbuk box, you just don't. <laughs> don't. Find a fucking wine box. A wine And tell people chest. it's a Dybbuk box. Sure. The reason why it's called a Dybbuk box. A Dybbuk comes from Jewish mythology. It's a malicious spirit that... Uh, it's usually malicious. It can terrorize and haunt and possess the living, as the tales say. So the reason that one and only Dybbuk box was a Dybbuk box was because a Dybbuk was supposedly trapped in it. Gotcha. Other than that, it's just a fucking wine chest. It's That's the word I was looking for, chest. You said it already, though. <laughs> Did I? Yes. <laughs> ah, good at the shit. You said wine chest, and then immediately like, no, that's not it. And so, he kept going and trying to think of another word. So basically, it's the one and only Dybbuk box. So there's only one Dybbuk box because it's haunted by a Dybbuk. Yes. You'll see a bunch of other people. I'm selling a Dybbuk box. I mean, some people just get confused. Do people just buy wine boxes to trap 
Spirit, spirits Jewish, in them. Jewish spirits called Dybbuk's in these boxes. Damn it. Leave the Jews alone. They've been through enough. Okay, so let's get into the story. <laughs> so on. this box was procured by a one Kevin Manis at an estate sale in 2001. It's not too long ago. When he purchased it, he was told by the woman he purchased it from that her, I believe, grandmother or great-grandmother, Havala, <laughs> who had fled to Spain during the war, and after the Holocaust, she had purchased the box and immigrated to the United States. And she got it from her grandmother. So, yeah, definitely grandmother. So uh, when he heard that it was an heirloom, he tried to give it back, but Havala's granddaughter said, no, they don't want the box. <laughs> Which, no. to me, makes sense if they're fucking Fuck selling off. it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> if it's an heirloom, she wouldn't be selling it, right? If it was an heirloom they it. cared about. Yeah. She also said the box was kept in a separate room and never opened because it contained a dibbick. When Manus opened the box, he found two 1920s pennies, two locks of hair. I believe one was brown and one was blonde. They were bound with cord. Yeah. Uh, a small statue engraved with shalom. A small wine goblet, a dried rose, and a candle holder. And I said the candle holder had like four legs that were like octopus tentacles. That's weird. Yeah. That's a very odd thing to have. And then... candelabra like that. Things got weird. So Manus wrote that he started having horrific nightmares. And these nightmares were shared amongst anyone who stayed in his home. So pretty much anybody in the presence of the box. He also said that he gave the box to his mother... On October 31st, she had a stroke. <laughs> and it's also said that pretty much everybody who's owned it. I got a cough and I want to cough. <laughs> Do you want to cut it? That the smell of, uh, you can smell cat urine and jasmine in the presence of the box. Those are two very different but distinct smells. Yep. So then he's, yeah, uh, one's nice. Yeah, one's nice. It's uh, like ugh, a little ammonia. bit of jasmine. Mm-hmm. Some cat piss now. Which is essentially the smell of ammonia. Yes. That's what it is. It makes it smell. So he ended up putting it on eBay, and he disclosed all the information. Strange. A student from, um, I didn't put his name, because I can't pronounce it. A student from Truman State University purchased a box from eBay. You couldn't pronounce his name? No. <laughs> so I just fucked this. I'm not trying to. <laughs> I like how we're getting to the point where, like, you know, if it's a name that we try and fail at, we're just not even going to put it in. A so, person did this thing. Who? You'll never know. Well, he purchased it on eBay mm-hmm. for, I think it was something like 150 bucks. It's not bad. Yeah, it wasn't much. I'm going to show you the name. Oh, you're going to show me the yeah. name so I can fuck it up? Because I will you fuck can, it up. You see why I skipped it. <clears throat> if it's something really off the wall, I'm not even going to try it. Losif. Losif. Nitschke. Yeah, that's not <laughs> too bad. Nitschke. Losif Nitschke. So that's who purchased it. Um, he claims that while the box was in his possession, electronics in the house and around the box would burn out. He also had a strange bug infestation. His roommate's hair had begun to fall out. And <laughs> he also mentions the smells and the horrific nightmares that involved an old hag, which Nana said that's what he was having the nightmares of. It was like every single night they said they were having them. So at this point, he wants to get rid of the box. So he sells it to another man named Jason Haxton. And Haxton had actually been following the blogs that Nietzsche was writing about all the shit happening to him since he got the box. And he thought, I got this. Yeah, so Haxton wanted the box. So he bought the box, and pretty much shit started happening to him. His hair started falling He started out. having health problems, which included hives, head-to-toe welts, and coughing up blood. After feeling the wrath of the Divic box, Haxton contacts a rabbi to see what to do. <laughs> okay. How to right, right, right. Dybbuk. So with the guidance of the rabbi, he is able to seal the Dybbuk back into the box, at which point he hides the box in a secret location to protect anybody else from the Dybbuk. And right. he wouldn't reveal the location to anyone. Huh. I actually heard two versions. I saw a documentary about this. And they talked to him, and he wouldn't say where he hid it. That was the last I had heard just, about just hit the it. Dybbuk box. It's gone forever. 
And I believe the two versions I heard was either buried somewhere safe or it was put into a, like a storage locker and nobody knew which one. Somewhere. Just lock it away. Yeah. Makes sense. So now we're going to move forward. Mm-hmm. The Dybbuk box was unearthed by Haxton and it was donated to a haunted museum owned by Bilbo Baggins of the Spirit Surveyors. <laughs> And you can decipher that if you want. We were talking about he. So there's a person we're referring to that we can't say their name because we'll get cease and desist orders. Yes, <laughs> even saying his name, I've heard people have been contacted by his lawyers, so we won't say his name. But he does a show called Spirit Surveyors that is called something akin to that that we will not say out loud. Or else we'll get a cease and desist. Or else we'll get a cease and desist. So, Bilbo Baggins yep. is the name you decided to go yes. with. Okay. That'll help people, I think. That'll help people <laughs> decipher it. Will so, it? I guess so. Think about that for a second. Think about, think about the name. I don't remember his full name. Um, oh, God. Bilbo Baggins. Is it? That's, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> there you go. I won't say it out loud. Okay. So that's kind of a. Uh, he put it in his museum. It was one of like the four major attractions. He was calling it like the most haunted object in the world. I guess at one point they were supposed to open it mm-hmm. on a show, and then that was like the big climax yeah. of the show, and it never got opened. Mm. And that's kind of where the story ends and the bad news begins. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm waiting. Okay. I'm, I'm so, ready. A man by the name of Kenny Biddle heard of the box, and he wanted to see it for himself because he was skeptical. Upon careful inspection, he realized this box isn't a Jewish wine chest, and it's not even from Spain. It's actually a little incomplete mini bar from New York. Oh, yeah. It was cool. made in the United States, nice. and you open it up and have little alcohol bottles. So... That's, you know, part of the bad news. Already starting off. So, to add to this, because I know people aren't going to believe it, they're just going to say, oh, you know, it's it's a Dybbuk box, it's haunted. Yeah. That dude was just trying to discredit everybody. So, (laughs) to add to this, there's actually a screenshot of Manus himself saying on a Facebook post that says, I'm going to paraphrase this, I'm not going to write the whole thing, but I will put the post on the Instagram. He's actually trying to say he didn't write it now. And someone's oh, yeah? like, so someone was just, use your account. and. I mean, we do know things can be faked. But why would they do this for no reason? Yeah, it is true. Discredit him, dog. Yeah, but the only one they have to discredit is the new owner of the box. It's the now. government, man. Yeah. It's, it's the, the government. <laughs> <laughs> In his post, he states, I am the original creator of the Dybbuk box. Basically saying that he made up the box and the story. And also he said, if you or anyone else can find any reference to a Dybbuk box anywhere in history prior to my eBay post, I will pay you $100,000 and tattoo your name on my forehead. Yeah, I did read that. Yep. It's quite funny. So he came out and said this after another ghost show showed a different spirit box they were calling a dybbuk box and he said that's bullshit because i made this whole thing up that's bullshit how dare you take my thunder i'm thinking there's more to it though because there was a movie that came out called the possession that was based off the box and to add to why i think that's part of it manis owns a small antique shop but he's also a writer and, uh, it, in quotes, creative professional. I see. So I'm wondering if he was just pissed that he didn't get any credit for that movie. Or Probably. Money. Didn't he got 150 bucks when he sold the box. <laughs> now complete minibar from New York. And he's like, it's a Jewish uh, wine chest. Yes, that's what it is. A yeah. Jewish wine so, chest. So, you know, sorry to tell everybody it's bogus. You know, I knew the story. I loved the story. But unfortunately, while researching it, and very minimally at that, <laughs> immediately I found out like, that it's, oh, look, it's not, not real. even real. 
which, like I said, it kind of sucks because I, I have always liked that story. I've heard it. I've seen documentaries. I've seen other sh like shows about it. I've heard read about it. I actually, I think I was actually following it when it was on eBay. Oh, really? Because it was a huge deal about a haunted item being on eBay. Huh. There used to be this other show called The Haunted Collector, I believe. And this was guy it? was just a straight-up scam artist. Oh, okay. He would go to people's houses who said they had hauntings. And then he would search their house to find out what was keeping the haunting in their house. Mm -hmm. And me and my father would, like, call each other. And we'd be like, he's gonna, he's gonna say that that item's haunted. He always took the most expensive antique, Sick. every it's... fucking time. Oh, really? He went to this one house, and hanging above their door was a shotgun cane. Oh, he's like, and that's only haunted. Like, there's only like four in existence that are still fully intact and working, and this was one of them. And he's like, first he said it was some other item, and then you see him walking around, and he sees the cane, and he's like, is that? one of those shotgun canes They're like yeah it's been passed down with one of our family that's what's haunted and then they just give it to him for his haunted museum really yeah he's an antiques guy he's just going out fucking people over and it's a shitty thing to do yeah i like how he's documenting it too yeah look at me do this shitty thing well now he has proof that they just handed it to him that's true <laughs> you know so nobody can get mad at him yeah but he did also lie about it so unfortunately, yeah, but he, you can't prove it's not haunted. So, mm. unfortunately, that's the story of the Dybbuk box. I'm kind of sad that our first request turned out to be just bullshit. Yeah, uh, that's kind of story of the nature yeah. of <laughs> the nature of like these kind of stuff. Because the more outlandish and crazier they are, yeah, it's probably not real. Yeah, because yeah, they posted somewhere about it, and Manus came and said that. I never said that, and they showed him screenshots. And he's like, I never said it. And he's like, well, someone's obviously pretending Faking. to be you. Would you contact, can I have your email address to contact you? Maybe we can figure it out. And he posted right. his email address. Huh. Strange. But again, I tried looking, and it really, I could not find anything else about a Dybbuk box aside from this one. That's true. When I looked into it, I couldn't find anyone but this one. Yeah. So, so. I mean, that kind of leads more credibility to him making the shit up. Though it doesn't necessarily say that the the Jewish spirits haunt ice or wine chests. Well, no, the whole thing was they take tr the, 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 I guess, my theory is that they just kind of... I thought they latched on the people. They do, but I'm guessing they trapped it in the box. I that gotcha. family. Because that's why they said they, they actually said they left it in their grandmother's sewing room and nobody would go in there. So nobody would accidentally open it or let it back out. Ah, I see. So I'm guessing with all the shit they put in it, kind of was, the stuff he said he found it was supposed to be things that drew it into it. And <laughs> a dumbass candelabra? Yeah. Well, like they gave locks of their hair and they burned a candle and yeah. bribed it with two pennies. <laughs> two pennies. Well, maybe it wasn't rich no. enough to even rub two pennies together. I never got that saying. I don't either. It's like, why would you rub two pennies together? Because you like, I'd like to lick them because they taste good. Mmm, copper, okay, so zinc, my before favorite. Before we go on to yours, we'll take our little break. Okay. Alrighty, we're back. And now we're on to my story. Today we're going to learn all about the origin of the pine tree. The pine and tree? And how it got its name. I don't know. The pine tree. Yeah. That's a weird one. No, uh, this one is real, unfortunately. Uh, this is not a paranormal one. This is an odd one. Uh, oh, yes, yes, I know what we're doing. I remember yes. Uh, yeah, yep. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll say it later. Uh, so this is going to be about... So this is kind of true crime. Just weird. <laughs> it is kind of true crime. It's kind of more of a cautionary tale at the same time. Uh, but uh, this involves... You no, know, I intentionally contacted air control and told them to make my house a no-fly zone so we wouldn't have planes flying by <laughs> during the podcast. There goes a plane. Wait till the bombing starts. Yeah? Shakes the whole house. The bombing range? Right yeah, I know. There. The bombing range is not too far from here. Uh, the, so this is the story of Lisa Ann Froon and Chris Creamers. 
I know it sounds dumb, but that's their name. Or Krimers. K R E M E. Yeah, K R E M E R S. Good guess. Krimers. <laughs> yeah, it's like Krimers. Krimers. Yeah. Cremois. If I remember, they're from like Denmark. Something like that. Beijing, Russia. Beijing, <laughs> Russia? <laughs> yes. Um, they're from a small province in Australia called California. <laughs> they are bush people. They are from the Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Um, but I have a little, little brief little thing right here that kind of goes into their background a little bit, and then I'll go into the actual story. Um, Lisa Ann Froon, 22, was described as an aspiring, optimistic, intelligent, and passionate volleyball player. You know, I love things that come out after shit happens about people. Yeah. Like whenever it's a murder. He was so quiet. He was such a nice young man. <laughs> Don't trust the quiet ones. Yep. And Chris Creamer was described as an open, creative, and responsible individual. So... Two two girls right yes okay it's so a chris k-r-i-s k-r-i-s yes okay. um no it's like your name it could be it could nowadays. be but they're, they're could not be spelled American. x-r-i-s <laughs> that would be funny both had grown up in uh amster fruit i have no idea where that's at amherst fruit i have no idea like Germany? No, I think they're Danish. Uh, or they make Dutch. One of my favorite breakfast snacks. Fuck you. Fuck you. Uh, anyways, back on to task. Uh, I God, sometimes I feel like I'm dyslexic because my eyes can't ever keep track of where I'm at. Well, on put the... on your glasses. <laughs> Uh, Froon had graduated with a degree in applied sciences from Deventer. Deventer. This is the only problem with having like dyslexia and never this... learning to read. Yeah, just fucks who, who up. needs to read? What's well, another language as well? Do you know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. Anyways, she graduated she, with a degree in applied out, sciences of Deventer. Uh, I'm going to go with that, Deventer, uh, the previous September, and Creamer had just completed her studies in cultural so social education, specializing in art education at the University of Utrecht. 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 Only a few weeks prior to leaving uh, for Panama, Froon had moved in with Creamer's in a dorm room in Amherst Fruit, and they worked together in a cafe in, oh boy, in Den, Kle Den Klein, Kleinem. Didn't we discuss oh. last week you're only allowed to do American stories from now on? Yes. Well, this wasn't even... <laughs> so, you can, so you can read them? <laughs> yes. In Den Kleinen Hap. I can get that one. Because it was, you know, not that bad. They both saved up money for six months and planned to go to Panama together on a special trip to learn Spanish, as well as do something significant for the locals, uh, partially volunteering with children. The trip was supposed to be a reward for a food for graduating. Okay. So basically, they're from, I, I don't, I think it's Denmark. Congratulations on graduating. Go, uh, go over there and, you know, learn more shit. Well, they, <laughs> and they went work. there. They went there because they was they wanted to have, they wanted to do something for people. Adventure. So they're kind of like those. Uh, what are they called? Those like religious people that travel just to help. <sighs> um, missionaries. Yes, missionary work. Yes, yeah, but they weren't going to convert anybody. They were there. Well, no, to, I like mean, there are groups of missionaries that don't do that. They just help. You know, like I the doubt ones it. That, there, are. I know someone that was one. I doubt it. I knew someone that was one. <laughs> 
There was like that one kid who was stupid. He was told not to go to that island because it's not meant for No, people. I had a friend. He's like, uh, I'm going to go convert those savages, and he died. I had a friend whose sister would do missionary work, and she, that's all. She, she would do it only to help the people. They are Dutch, by the way. I just she didn't read it. Like, go and uh, try and convert them or anything. Have you ever been in the Netherlands? I've never been out of America. I'd like to go to the Netherlands sometime. I've been up the east coast. Have you even been to the West Coast? Nope. Where? Shit, dog. You gotta go. Nothing over there but cowboys and Indians and tumbleweeds. Why do I have to leave? I lived in fucking New York. I have everything I needed there. Now I live in fucking Florida and I have nothing. You need to try some new places, dog. Experiencing new people and cultures. There's only two major places in America you gotta go to. New York or California. (laughs) What about Texas? Fuck Texas. What about Oregon? Yeah, fuck Oregon. I've seen, I played the game. I don't want to get dysentery and die. <laughs> what about what about uh, yeah, New yeah, Mexico? See, see? Yeah, I had a friend you. come up to me and go, "Do I need a passport to go to New Mexico?" I'm like, "Yes, no. yes, you do." Go to the, go down to the post office and ask about it. <laughs> I said, "No, why the fuck would you need a passport to go to a different state?" He's like, "It's what?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's a, it's a New, New Mexico's in the United States." He's like. No, it's not. I'm like, yes, it is. If you want to go to Mexico. Mexico. I was like, so you mean Mexico or New Mexico? He's like, New Mexico. I was like, you sure? He's like, yes. I was like, that's in the United States. First of all, if you want to go to Mexico, you need a passport or a ladder. Shit. Ladder. You're wild. What are they going to do with the partially built wall? Take it the fuck down, probably. Hey, look, more jobs. Wall racism. Wall I watched racism. a video they were showing the wall as it, like, parts of it were already built. Mm-hmm. And there's like people sized gaps between them. Each piece of it, you can just walk right between it anyway. Should be fun. In March of 2014, the two ladies uh, oh, went. Before we go farther, you, do you know the game? Probably not. Go on. I just had a fucking total brain fart. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's that goddamn card game. Pinnacle. No, it's the one. Castle. You... No, it's not like Push. an old card game. Oh. It's the one where like, you play a Uno. card that has a question and someone else plays a card that could be a weird fucking answer. Oh! Um, fuck. Yeah, see? Fuck. <laughs> you can get it for free online. The creators let you download it and print it out. Cards Against Humanity. Yes. Did you know what they did? No. They uh they bought a huge chunk of land along the Mexican border. We keep doing that. I, know. I gotta move. They bought a huge chunk of land along the Mexican border so the wall couldn't be built there. Interesting. Although America would just use an uh, imminent domain and take the property and do what yeah. they want anyway. I mean, but that was their point. That they used the money f- they made from the game to buy a chunk to fucking block the wall. <laughs> I mean, kudos to you guys. Hey, that's pretty funny. They're really funny. I don't know if you've seen a lot of the stuff I played, they do. Oh, uh, no. I, play, I played that like game. Like, the company itself is quite funny. Oh, they, they used they do to do a lot of dumb shit. Did you ever see they used to do uh, the auction every year? Mm-mm. They would do this sale. It was like 24 hours, and like every hour they would stick something up. That's for a buck or something like that. Right. One time it was like a three thousand dollar Sony four K TV. Wow. And if you got if you got your number drawn, you got it for a buck. Nice. Yeah, they they put up a whole website for it and it was sell everything <laughs> dirt cheap. I love it. As I was saying, in the March of two thousand fourteen, the two ladies went to Panama for a vacation of which they rewarded themselves for graduating and working for months prior to save up for their trip. Reaching Panama, they soon headed for the, the town of, I can't read this town, Bukiet, and was being uh, hosted by a family there. Uh, did I ever tell you I've been to Panama? Yes. Yeah, I was there for a month. I have family there. Yes. Um, Did you tell me about some weird stories? Yes, which yes. I'll talk about them after I cover this. Yes, I remember now the story you told me. <laughs> I don't know if you want to discuss that story. <laughs> no, I'll talk about some of my time in Panama. Uh, yeah, just don't, don't tell the other the, the family stuff. No, I have my grandmother's originally from Panama, so like I have family that... She's Panamanian. Yes, and I have family that live there still to this day. I haven't talked to them. Probably won't ever talk to them ever again. Yeah, I don't blame you. Um, <laughs> shortly after, on April 1st, 2014, Chris and Liz. Why am I going to fuck up her name? Her name is Lisa Ann. It's not hard, but I'm going to fuck it up. 
Um, what a coincidence. I'm not either. Chris and Lisa Ann vanished as they were hiking the trails of the forest around the town of Bukwet, uh which they were also near the Baru Volcano. Yeah, stop that. What the fuck? <laughs> Every single time. And I look up at it, and then it... He hates my ticklish thigh when he's trying to read. I'm trying to read. Stop it. Put your clothes back on. I smacked the light again. Uh, So they went out hiking, which was odd to some people because they already booked a... uh, They they were hiring somebody to give them basically... A tour. A tour. A guided tour. A guided tour. Somebody who would go along the trails that way and that they wouldn't get lost and it would be fine. Um, he has a funny name, Feliciano. Feliciano, <laughs> to assist them on the trails. Uh, nonetheless, the two women made their way from the trails and was accompanied by a dog named Blue. Were hmm? they were accompanied by it? <laughs> Just go. What did I say? Was, was a company? Yeah. Yes. They made their way to the trails and they were accompanied by a dog. By the that the family that was hosting him, their dog that went with them. And the dog's name was Blue. This says Blue in quotations. And I don't know if I did that to say, like, it translates to Blue or if they actually named the dog Blue. I saw Blue and he was glorious. <laughs> um, later in the evening, when the dog arrived home without the girls, people started getting concerned. As one tends to do. Yeah. Dog comes back. Girls don't. Dogs come back. Dog comes back with an arm in his mouth. They tried contacting the mother of Lisa Ann Froon, who was then, who then proceeded to try to contact the girls. Uh, nobody can get a hold of them. The following day, on April second, Felicia was waiting for the for the two girls to show up for their hiking trip, but they never arrived. Confused, Feliciano went to the host family. The ladies were staying at, but they weren't there at all. In fact, most of their belongings were still at the house. It seems like they didn't really take much for their hike. Um, Maybe they but the two women, going too far. Yeah, but the two women did bring their phones. A little jaunt. A little jaunt. A little jaunt to the woods. Uh, panic kind of begins to go around. Everybody's kind of worried even more now because they didn't bring much. The dog came home. It's already been a day. The the tour guide shows up looking for them. They're not there. All their stuff are still in their rooms. So, yeah. Uh, so, the police were contacted and an extensive search began, not just from the locals but and farmers, but the detectives, search dogs, helicopters, and more. The search lasted for 10 days, yet no trace of the girls can be found. This is the one with the picture, right? Yes. Okay. Two months later, I've seen two months or ten weeks, kind of interchangeable, uh, but about two months later, um, a local found the backpack belonging to one of the girls, and she brought it to the police department, and they kind of went and dug through the backpack, and it was really odd, <clears throat> because in the I didn't write down what was in the backpack, but it was like... A pair of sunglasses, two pairs of bras, um, $83 in U.S., and their camera, and a phone. Was there underwear? No. Okay. No. Fucking heathens. No. I was just, I was thinking, though. They're not wearing any underwear. No, what I was thinking, though, is if there was a bra, if there were two pairs of bras and underwear, maybe they think they're going to maybe find a stream or a pond Mm -hmm. in the woods or something. Um, shortly after finding the backpack, they also found skeletons with the remains next to the, where they found the backpack. After DNA testing, it showed to match both the women. Uh, however, the story doesn't end there. While continuing their investigation, cell phone logs were released to the, of the two women. Oh yeah, didn't they like try and call for help? Yes. Like, a lot. They were trying to make 911 calls throughout the stretch of 10 days, although believed to be possi- uh, possibly an accident of getting lost and injured in the forest. Yeah, but it was like... S- therefore resulting in s- succumbing to the elements. Wasn't it like 70 calls trying to call out to the emergency? I actually have it written down what happens, which I will actually read you the log. 
of I don't have the whole logs, but I have been like what they did. The first distress call had been made just hours after beginning their hike. One from Kramer's iPhone at sixteen thirty nine, which is four o'clock. And shortly after that, one from Fruin's Samsung Galaxy at sixteen fifty. None of the calls had gone through due to the lack of reception in the area, except for one nine one one call attempt on April third that lasted for a little over a second. So maybe it was a different case. I'm thinking that they had like the seventy something calls. Um, nope. It is this one. It's this one. Oh, okay. Uh, before breaking up after April fifth, Fruin's phone battery became exhausted after five o'clock. They went back to the phone's history, and that's how they know this all happened and was not used again creamer's iphone would not make any more calls either but intermediately they would turn on to search for reception after april 6 multiple attempts of this is where it kind of gets weird to me multiple attempts to access the phone's pin code like enter the phone failed like a lot somebody tried to get in the phone a bunch of times it did not open that's what was in the logs of the phone? Yes. So someone was trying to break into the phone. Somebody was trying to break into the phone. This is, by the way, April 6th when this happened. When somebody was trying to get in the phone, they couldn't. That was how many days? They disappeared on the 1st. Okay, so five days later. Yep. Someone was trying to get into their phone. It never received the correct code again. One report showed that between seven, the 7th and 10th of April that there were 77 emergency call attempts with the iPhone. On April 11th, the phone was turned on at 10.51 and was turned off for the last time. So, to me, it sounds like they were abducted. The person tried getting to their phone. Maybe the person left for something. They tried calling emergency services because someone got back into the phone. Well, you can call 911 without unlocking it. Yes. But the, the abductor wouldn't do that. No, it was weird that... And if they were just injured, they would know the damn pin code. Mm-hmm. So it almost sounds like they were abducted, and maybe the person wasn't there for a short time, and they kept trying to call emergencies. So remember how I told you there was the camera in the backpack? Yes. They went through the camera, and there was 100 photos in the camera, and they went through and they checked them all. I remember that one weird one. Um, and the photos were taken throughout the whole time that they were gone. The first 10 of the photos were normal like when they were hiking yeah they were kind of like just hanging out looking at the mountains and like doing poses and such everything after that kind of gets weird and there's photos online you can look up it's i'll have them on instagram some of them uh let's see if i can find where it now starts to become strange. Uh, pictures were taken within 10 days of the other. 90 were taken afterwards around 1 to 4 o'clock in the morning in complete darkness. It is believed that these pictures were taken with the flash button in order to like see where they were going. But some of the fit photos are kind of odd. Like, well, there was the one where like all their shit was out and lined up. Right? Yes. Yeah. I, don't, I think I wrote that down. I hope so. That's kind of a big one. <laughs> Basically, like everything they in their possessions in the backpack were all like laid out, like lined up. And yes, there's a picture of which um, kind of looks like somebody had went through their shit. Yeah, there's a picture of uh, their backpacks and all the stuff in the backpack all lined up, and then a picture taken of that stuff. Yeah, um, there's some things of like them taking. It's the middle of the night, four o'clock in the morning. Pictures of a flower on a rock and like stuff like that. It's really odd. That I would do. <laughs> yeah, but this is at the point where they're already been missing yeah, for like I mean, four or five yeah. days if i wasn't like trying to survive i wouldn't be stopping to take pictures of flowers um as mentioned earlier the skeleton remains had been dna testing confirming it was the two women also bizarre that there was a hiking shoe that still had a foot inside which belonged to chris kramer who also found was a pe- they also found a pelvic bone which was that belonged to i wonder about Lisa the Ann. foot though was it like animal bitten off a lot of say a lot of people say that it's very common for uh whenever you start to decay that the bones in your leg give out pretty quickly and so your foot comes off pretty yeah that's what i mean i'm wondering if if like if you could find to see if it was like a clean cut through the bone or something or if it was just natural because you got the weight of the foot your joints give up your ligaments Mm -hmm. give up your foot falls off yeah 
just yeah. Uh, as of right now, the police are in the same state of mind that the two women were went off to the beaten path and got injured, and the other one was trying to help the other person get back. When While they, they were injured and suffering, they forgot their pin code. Then they took a picture of a flower. Yeah. And then they lined up all their stuff and took a picture of yeah. it. Um, now, I've heard of stuff like that where people line up their stuff, but it's usually like if you're stranded, you write help with your stuff, not just lay it no, out. No, it was laid out. Yeah, I know. I think there's a picture of it. I think so. I don't have I'll, I'll have. My... I'll, no, I'll get it for Instagram so people can yep. see all the stuff but we're talking about. It's it's really strange that they went missing for so long, which isn't crazy because Panama is – it's not large, but it, it is fairly thick. They got bit by them there, malaria mosquitoes, and went nuts. You make a joke, but that's actually a problem. I know. Like, it's a big thing down there. That's why like, I said it. <laughs> uh, when I was in Panama, everywhere had – there's a specific soap you have to use that keeps off mosquitoes, and everybody used it. It's this orange color soap that smells like shit. But Can I just it, rub myself in shit? You could. Okay. Most most places didn't have uh, keep people away from toilets. Me, keep people and mosquitoes it, away. Outside of, like, Panama City, most places didn't have toilets. They had holes. Yeah, I heard nice. about... We already discussed I, okay. my relationship status. But yes. she went to... Or her mother would like to go to visit mm-hmm. mainland China. And a lot of places she went, it was like the porta-potties, essentially. Yeah. It was like little uh, corrugated metal and a hole in the ground. Yep. And she would never use them. Uh, the month I was, it's a little, it was a little over a month. I think it was like six weeks I was in Panama. Uh, but the time I spent in Panama, I think I used the bathroom a total of like five times. I didn't poop it was... or pee at all. <laughs> I peed. If I felt I needed to pee, I would run a mile till my body reabsorbed the water and <laughs> I sweat it out. No, it was really weird. I never used the bathroom too, that much when I was in Panama. I think maybe once a week. It was not good or healthy for me. It's just, I never could. I was really young back then, though. My ex used to tease me because I would only go to the bathroom like every like once or twice a week. Wow. That's <laughs> my cool. body is optimized. <laughs> I process and use everything I take. And I would pee, but other than that. But Panama is still very, what's the word I'm looking for? Um untouched by civilization it's very, there's a lot of forests out there it's it's very, very thick. mad max it's not everybody's dangerous. running around in bondage gear fighting over water and gas water's not a huge deal in panama puff and spray a, paint there's a lot of crazy. Like, springs everywhere crazy shit yeah chances are while you're down there you're gonna see mel gibson running around in bondage gear fighting people a lot of monkeys we had a lot of monkeys watch us in bondage gear uh no that uh, would be fuck okay i'm t- sorry i pictured someone strapping like bondage gear or, like a strap on on a monkey and just letting it go loose <laughs> it's running around in the trees with a big dong hanging off of it <laughs> actually my family got really not not like my parents but like my extended family got really upset with me and my brother when we went off to explore because we were just out and we were there's a river not too far from where we were staying at, so we decided to go and, you know, play with the river. So we went up the stream and down the stream and just have a lot of fun. Uh, they got very upset because it was, it was very common for people just to take people. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, that's cool. I, I heard that about China, too. Like, someone, they, I was told that, you know, you know those stories you hear about people waking up missing organs? Well, that actually does happen here. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay, uh, I, will, I will not go and there. Panama isn't that bad. <laughs> it's just, it's had a rough... Um, few years, so Panama can get a bit desperate desperate at times. Uh, but I've been to a few places. I went to. I've Tennessee. had a rough rough forty one years, and I still haven't gotten. Yeah, but you're not a country. To, dog. I haven't gotten desperate enough to kidnap people yet. You're you're not a pretty country. close, but not yet. <laughs> I am a country. My body is a temple. Okay. Um. <laughs> There was some. There was one time where I am an independent nation. <laughs> there was one time we were playing along the stream, and we just had monkeys watching us while we were just playing. And we talking. I went talking to my family members, and they're like, "Yeah, the monkeys like to watch kids just so nothing attacks them." I'm like, "Really? Like, yeah, monkeys just hang around when kids are by themselves to make sure nothing fucks with them." I was like, "That's kind of cool." You know what's? 
this is something I think people need to understand. We need to take lessons from fucking animals. Some. Not everything. Because well, no. they also do throw shit. Yes, I, not every little detail of what they do. <laughs> but you see animals nowadays, they'll take in other species to raise them. They have more empathy than most fucking humans nowadays. Yeah. Hey, man, we take I, in puppies. I mentioned the water truck, I think, right? Maybe. There's a guy in the desert. I forget where. I think it's in like Africa or somewhere. Anyway, every day he fills up a tanker truck with water, mm-hmm. brings it out, and fills up a dry oasis for the animals. Oh, okay. None of the animals will fight each other at this oasis. The animals got used to him coming. So from then on, an elephant would be on each side of his truck to escort him. <laughs> and on each side of the elephant were lions. And they would all walk him to the oasis so nobody fucked with him. That's kind of interesting. Because you got the, anim- the elephants will take on, like, any, like say, something that comes up in a truck. Yeah. The lions can run anything down. <laughs> they were protecting him to get the water, and they never fucked with him. That is interesting. The animals, you can learn a lot from them. Yeah. There was that one thing where uh, there was a dead bumblebee on the ground, and ants were bringing little flower petals over and really? around them. When I see a dead thing on the floor, when I see a dead bee on the floor and ants, the ants are ripping it apart. Nope. This was, it was weird. They were bringing flowers around it, and someone's like, look at that. They have more empathy. I'm like, they're seasoning it. <laughs> Yeah, because I've seen those are herbs. I've seen many <laughs> ants literally rip apart a bee. But no, they were literally they put little That's flower petals around it. It's been happening a lot more recently. Actually, you see it. Maybe they're trying to show us, like, look, fucking do shit like this. <laughs> you, there's, you know, there's videos of like, um, elephants saving animals, like lions and yes. shit. Yeah, you know, there were, wasn't there a video of an elephant saving a baby something stuck in the mud? I think so. Yeah. I also saw another video of a dog saving another dog that fell into, like, a ravine. Yes. I seen a video where <laughs> it was a puppy stuck in a uh, storm drain, and the guy got the puppy out, put him on the concrete, the puppy went walking off and fell into another one <laughs> immediately right after. And he's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> You're joking, right? It was actually That's funny. highly funny, but the dog was okay. I've seen a few funny-ass ones. My favorite one's the... Uh... There's a video you can find on YouTube. They're uh, the Wizard of Oz play. You see that one? Mm-mm. And then Toto's on stage, the little dog. And I think Dorothy says, like, come here, Toto. And Toto just <gasps> Oh, I have runs. seen this. Yes. And it, it doesn't even see the end of the stage because it goes running right off the stage and it keeps running as it's falling down. <laughs> I have seen that, actually. Uh, we're terrible human beings. Laughing at a dog just falling a good three feet. <laughs> Oh, boy. But, yeah, Panama's dangerous. Be careful. Um, if you are going to go out in the middle of the forest, have some way back. Make sure you can come back. It is an untamed forest with many animals that can and will hurt you. There are... Uh, Wild lepers. Lepers? Rome, Panama. Panama. <laughs> With their diseases and yes. just screaming at people as they run at you. They just start screaming and they just they just they don't even come after you, they just swing their arm and things fly off at you. Ew, that's foul. <laughs> <laughs> um But if you are gonna not just pet them, just Anywhere. Be smart. Be smart about it. And I know that you might think you'd be alright and like you're not gonna go far, but there's it's still also there's also an important thing too that if you get lost you sit down stay where you're at yes yeah because if people are looking for you and you're wandering chances are they're not going to find you yeah. if people aren't looking for you well sucks to suck be more popular yeah make friends make know? more friends tell someone you're going that's important too you should Drop definitely tell people where you're going bring bread and leave a little trail don't do that you don't want monkeys following you need you. a string though you could do string. I've seen one. If you can't have string, is um, if you're trying to get, weave in between trees, get a stick and, and mark like, the edges of the trees. Yeah, sides. You mark the side you walk on the side of. Yep. Like if you pass a tree and it's on your left, you mark the left side. Mm-hmm. That way you can follow your exact trail back. But there's other shit too, like rocks. Uh, I forget you which. Can, you... There was a there was a um, a group of people that would put the rocks on the ground in certain shapes. To, guide which way they were going so people could follow them i gotcha but it this case is a bit odd that whole thing where they 
there were pictures after they went missing. And actually, when you told me this story, I said, wait a second, I might have heard of this, but it was actually two other cases that are kind of... Kind of like this? That I think we're going to cover next week. I mean, it, we could cover hundreds of cases like this because no, I'm not even talking about out of the country. You know how many people go missing in our national forests all the time? Oh, no, we've talked about doing that. Yeah. It's like 26,000 like, or 260,000. It's a lot. I think it's like somewhere around like sixty but people go missing in national forests every year. Yeah, there's this whole never theories about it and shit. Yeah, but the uh, when you told me this story, I remembered another case where a photo was involved. Yeah, and then I found out there was actually two other ones I had heard of. So I think we're gonna cover those two next week, right? Okay. Yeah, that's that we talked about how yeah. we're gonna actually be ahead of the game for once. Yeah, for once we'll actually decide what we're gonna cover. And... Yeah, usually we uh, Thursday I text them. I'm like, so we're doing this? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, we're ahead of the game for once. <laughs> Doesn't mean we're going to write it any earlier. Oh, no. We'll probably wait. I'll probably wait till like, Thursday to write mine. Yeah, that's what I do. Thursday night after work. No. So I want to say something else, too. Okay. Oh, one last thing about that National Park thing. Uh, the National Park Association won't actually make a missing list as nope. well. It's really weird. It's, I was they trying say to find it takes numbers. Too, it says it takes too long. We don't have the data for it. I'm yeah. like, what are you talking about? Each park does their own, then you fucking compile it. Yeah, it's not hard. And it was really weird, the excuses they kept using. I tried finding numbers. It's fucking hard. You can't. I think I, I swear are, I think I said it was upward of like 260,000 people. There are third-party people. people that try to keep track of it, but even they can't keep but track of it. But it wasn't something like upwards of like 200,000 people. people? It, and they never get found. Like a certain amount not go even a year, not two hundred thousand a year. And when Just, I say they never get found, I don't mean like alive. I mean they never no, no find remains, their remains no nothing, or no. anything. It's really strange. Okay, so someone also requested or asked if we had shirts for sale. Ah, yes. So I did want to say I posted this on Instagram, but yes, we do have shirts. You can find them on T Public and Redbubble. Just search for Arcane Obscura. But on T Public, they have some sales coming up. 35% off site wide on March 10th through the 12th and March 24th through the 26th. Nice. But those are subject to change. Right. That's what they have. It'll most likely be that. It might change, but they are also definitely doing a Pi Day sale. So March 14th. Pi Day. So it'll be 35% off. So that's like $13 t shirts, $20 phone cases, $30 hoodies. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of other shit on there stickers, buttons. Oh, yeah. They, they have a lot of shit. We have a lot of shit for Monogram condoms. Embroidered tampons. That'd be weird. It's crazy shit. Banging with Arcanum Obscura on your dick. That's respect. <laughs> Arcanum Obscura. It's a very obscure cock. Yes. <laughs> um, but on that note, if you wish to contact us, on either our email or social media. Our email is arcanumobscuracast at gmail.com. Oh. I, oh? Was, I was stretching when you tried handing me that. <laughs> I was seeing if you wanted to do it. I, I wasn't it. trying to hand it to you. Oh, oh, excuse me. Now I have to yawn. Uh, our Twitter is at arcanumobscura. God damn it. <laughs> our Instagram is podcast. If you like our podcast, enjoy it. You can follow it, review us. Share it with your friends, your family. Uh, leave comments if you can. Uh, I know some platforms don't allow you to. But by all means, I hope you enjoy it, and I hope to see you next week. And if you like me, I like you too. I doubt it. Yeah, I don't like many people. You know, you're just a hate-filled <laughs> little old guy. I don't know. Life sucks. So I take it out on everybody around me. <laughs> Makes life easier. Alright, well, on that somber and and dark note, have a good day. (laughs) Bye. Why did I I just did it? I did the mm mmm. Bye. White girl. You're like a mother. No, my brother does it. Oh, really? That was the whole joke in New York. Every time you hung up on the phone, mmm, bye. Mm. Every time I hear mmm, bye, it's always from like this older white lady. And then. Who always calls me darling. Found out my mom did it. I talked to her once. See? White women. Yes. Bye. Okay. Take care.